Welcome to Unlock Your Wellbeing, the podcast that teaches you the simple keys to health and happiness so that you can grow as a human being into a well-being. And now here's your host, author, certified wellness coach, mother, and wife, Alicia Leadham. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Alicia, your host of Unlock Your Wellbeing. Today, we have a guest joining us that's going to be sharing some information that you will want to absolutely stick around and learn. And uh, just trust me, it's going to be super interesting. His name is Justin Franson. He is an athleticism performance coach that has worked with amateur and professional athletes for over the past two decades. He saw his athletes breaking down from the excessive levels of EMF from their smartwatches, wireless earbuds, and electric cars. He has tested hundreds of homes and clients. He sells the grounding and Faraday, they say that right, bags at doctor clinics throughout the country. The grounding bags are hand mined crystals with moisture and magnetic properties to ground and repel EMF, all for a deeper night's sleep. This is Mother Nature's way of protecting us from the excess rollout of man-made radiation and not a man-made device attempting to keep up with other man-made levels. I love that. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. So you are doing some really cool and interesting stuff. I just love to hear a little bit about your story and your background and, and how you came to this realization that EMF was affecting your, um, your athletes. Yeah. Well, I started in about 25 years ago, working with amateur and professional athletes. I started athleticism.com and have grown it uh, over the years into doing some incredible nerve work for sports performance. And I saw the guys breaking down guys, literally the strongest, fittest guys would come in wearing wearable technology, especially like a smartwatch per se, their whole arm would go weak from the watch. And I'm going, get the radiation off your arm. And all of a sudden the arm started feeling better. I didn't have to do anything. I'm just, just get the stressor out of the body, kind of a simple, quick fix. But I knew this EMF electromagnetic fields or frequencies of the man-made kind we're going to be the biggest challenge that our bodies faced. And it took me into this whole new world. And it turns out that it's not only our bodies that are facing it, but environmentally, it's the biggest toxin. And yeah, we're, we're just inundating ourselves. So I look to correct that and uh, rolled out some EMF products. And now we're selling them at doctor clinics all around the country. Wow. That's awesome that you are trying to do something about it because yeah, I think, um, if people haven't heard about it, they will start to, especially as more, you know, 5g is becoming very common everywhere and you can't really, uh, escape it. Right. So what can you tell us more for our listeners who, um, haven't really maybe heard about the dangers and the, the negative effects of EMF? Like when are you exposed to it? How do you know if it's affecting you, you know, all sorts of those things. Yeah, well, let me back up just real quick on that and just explain the difference of it. And we're just made differently than man-made stuff. Man-made's all one directional wave forms or they don't work. So electricity has an AC and a returning direct current going back to an alternating current, direct current, AC-DC currents. And, and then you have 
wireless communication. They're all one directional. That's why you have panels facing every direction. When you have dirty electricity, the signals going in and out of a junction have to meet or it's dirty. So they're all one directional waveforms. But in the research, what I've learned that most people don't really understand is that our universe and us are one and we're designed with scalar waves and scalar waves are waveforms that are unpolarized. They distribute equally in every direction. So they're not a one directional wave. And the best example I could say is the sun's not a one directional beam coming right at you where you step out of it and then you step back into it. It just, it's unpolarized. It distributes equally in every direction. And we're just designed like that. So when you introduce a one directional waveform, Melissa, into our world, it's so different. It ends up being polarizing. And over a period of time, it can be really challenging for a lot of people. And it just ages us a lot faster as well. Mm, okay, so you're saying it's not just being exposed to it, um, but it's the length of time that you're exposed to it too. It's like the longer you have the exposure, the worse that you'll see the effects. Well, what I feel is there's different challenges with, I think people will feel it more at the levels we're exposed to now over longer periods of time. Mm -hmm. And that's proof in the pudding from when we introduced electricity in our homes, cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's and cardiovascular all rose. And that's since 19, excuse me, 1889 is when mm -hmm. the first electricity hit the homes. So, you know, ever since then, we're starting to increase. I think diabetes really took the cake on the number one spot for health, but, you know, challenges because of all the fake food, modified food, all the glyphosate. But right now, I think we're seeing EMF is probably one of the biggest challenges and people will feel it right away. I mean, you walk in front of a cell tower, it's too much, you'll feel it instantly. So uh, you, you, I think, but the slow cook of the low level EMF or, or bad wiring in a home or an office or a school, that takes years to kind of unravel in the body because our bodies are so resilient. And that's one of the biggest reasons why our government's been able to get away with setting procedural levels in 1996 of what is safe. What do we, if it's ionizing, which means it would create a thermal effect and oscillate the cells underneath your skin, like a subdermal, like thermal effect, like you would see in a microwave. But if it's non-ionizing, there's no thermal effect and therefore, you know, it's safe. But Dr. Martin Paul kind of debunked at that. And he's a professor at Washington State University and he said the voltage-gated calcium channels, that's voltage-gated, that's the energy, you know, going into your cells, how much voltage you have, gets changed and manipulated with excess EMF. It causes cell and DNA damage. So it lets positive calcium in a negative cell. So we know with, even with low-level EMF, there's a vibration and a secondary effect is just as much as it would be with 4G, 5G directly on you. Interesting. Yeah. Super interesting. So when it comes to excessive, cause you keep saying excessive EMF, what is, what would be defined as excessive? Like, I know you gave the example of the Apple watch and you know, the wireless headphones, what are some things that people are exposed to every day that would be defined as excessive? Yeah. So great question. Listen, now we got to get into understanding 
and identifying the stressor. So where are they? What are they? And how do you find them? Well, first I started finding meters and, and there's an electricity meter which measures milligoss and magnetic resonances. Then you have a dirty electricity meter. You can get stetzerelectric.com and you plug it in the wall and it measures the amps to volts. Like those signals have to meet or they're static in your line. And then you have a wireless, like a acoustometer. So once you have those meters, then you can say, well, is the wiring in my home safe? Now, am I too close to a microwave? Am I too close to an appliance? Is my head of my bed on the other side of a refrigerator? You don't want that stuff. You know, where is the proximity of my head to a router or to a smart meter, which is an automated gas and electric meter? And, you know, and then you go into, hey, is my router turned off at night? Do I have a timer on it? You know, that would be a good idea for anyone mm -hmm. <laughs> wanting to have less EMF in their world. And so all the wireless devices, Alexa's Nest, AC units, like all those, the ring doorbells, those all are always on. And they, mm -hmm. that's why they're so-called smart is because they're always ready for you to talk to it. But that means they're always kicking off a frequency that's a one directional waveform that's chipping away at your vitality. So uh, those are the stuff. And then you go into all the wearables, you know, the smartwatches, the earbuds, uh, all the wearable technology. You got to get that out of your world. I think the other big buttons right now I want to mention are sitting on a massive battery is not good for your health. So that includes an electric car, everybody. <laughs> so. Uh yeah that's a interesting topic. okay topic. that's new for me mm -hmm. well there's never been ever any health book that says it but what it does is it's it's trying to give you the level of energy you're requesting and that causes static in the line it's just like a dim switch on a light if you're only wanting half the lighting it's wanting to keep it there for you but there's static involved it's not a set on current so when you're accelerating or decelerating, there's massive dirty electricity in electric cars. And so definitely not a great thing. Bluetooth on the dashboard, get it, excuse me, get it so your phone plugs in. And so you don't have Bluetooth running, just hardwired right in there. It'll drop down the EMF significantly. There's so many ways, hardwire your home, fiber optic, faster, safer, more reliable, minimal health challenges, like all these things are just things to be aware of for everybody. Oh, so fiber is healthier than the alternative. Okay, good, fiber we just got that. The best, I mean, every school should go back to hard wiring. It's okay. faster than 5G. And in between 5G towers, there are fiber optic cables to reconnect those areas that they haven't been able to roll it out. And then, hmm. you know, it's safer security-wise because you can tap into a bandwidth. That's what we've seen that in the last couple of years. Our government got a lot of stuff stolen, you know, in cyberspace for through the 5G network. So hardwiring is safer security-wise. It's more reliable. You're not going to have storms kicking it off, and and because you have a wiring, you have a fiber optic, a light like you know cabling system connecting everything, and then there's minimal health challenges. So we should all go back to that. I know it's not as convenient. And that's the, what they're selling is convenience because they don't care about your health. Right. 
Right. We're, we're seeing that for sure. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that I want to, I want to touch on that you've already talked about. One is when I um, left California, moved back to the Midwest uh, during the whole 2020, um, a big part of it was we were feeling like everywhere we went, we could just kind of feel that, that really intense energy. And like, they were building new towers everywhere. And, you know, this isn't the main reason, but a part of it was we just can feel our nervous systems relax when we're in nature. Right. And so we moved, we're literally in the woods, um, which is where we like it. And I can feel myself just, but when we got here, we, um, had a big issue that we couldn't connect and do our work. We couldn't run our businesses because, are the wireless, you know, the Wi-Fi was just not connecting. And so that was one of the downsides, right? But what they were starting to do in the area we're living in is because it's so wooded and there's trees everywhere, the Wi-Fi wasn't really connecting anyway. So they had been rolling out uh, fiber. And so they're putting it in everywhere around here. Um, and they just, they did that like a few months after we moved in and we're like, okay, so now it's been like a year and a half since we've been here and it's great. We don't have to worry about with the storms and everything. And so at least in, in our area here in the Midwest, they're bringing back, um, and really focusing on, on, on fiber with that. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing I wanted to ask you is I want people to, I, I want you to touch on what's more like in it for them in terms of okay, yeah, it might be affecting me, but it's so convenient. Like, how is it affecting them really negatively, like right away? Would you notice like your sleep is, is affected? Would you notice your focus is affected? Like what physical, you know, manifestations can happen as a result of this excessive? Yes. And yes. So I, I think your sleep will definitely be effective. Let's start there. You'll notice uh, with the grounding bags, I'm sure we'll get into them which is one of my products, it's three to 50% deeper sleep when you create a coherence with it, with the grounding bags. But the sleep's one of the biggest things. And the reason is, is because your brain goes into a twilight state and it tries to figure out what that frequency is that's pinging it all night long. So if your Wi-Fi is on or smart meters on, or you have 50 other signals coming in from your neighbors, you don't get into that deep restorative sleep. So let's talk about the brainwave state. When you're sleeping, you're at one or below one to eight hertz or waves per second. That's a really low and slow brainwave state that you're in when you're getting that rest and your hormones are replenishing and you're getting in that optimal recovery mode for sleep. Now, that's the same as the Schumann resonance, that healing pulse of the earth, 7.83 hertz or waves per second. So we rev really low and slow like the earth. The cell phones are 2.45 billion waves per second. That's at the same bandwidth of destructuring water. So it's dehydrating, it's messing with your body. Your brain tries to figure out what's pinging it. That's 10 zeros faster than how you sleep, rev, and optimize of a polarizing one directional waveform. It definitely will slow you down a lot. So the sleep's the first one. The, what, what I've seen clinically is eyes, teeth, thymus, and your large intestine are the four areas that get decharged. So maybe you'll wake up and go, man, I didn't wake up on my energy. Maybe in the afternoon you have a little fatigue or maybe it's morning fatigue. I, I don't even know when, but you're just feeling off. Those four areas get decharged and we can tap on the bags and I'll go over it later, but you can tap on the bags and cover the other area 
with the other hand and that will recharge them. But once those areas are decharged, then you start to see what you're alluding to is the cognitive challenges, focus, memory, behavior, anxiety, fatigue, stress, headaches, ringing in the ears. You know, those are the ones that you'll start to see as level one EMF stressors. Then you go into more severe, like non-trauma concussion symptoms of nausea, vomiting, fatigue, muscle twitching, tremors, uh, bloody noses, severe ringing in the ears, more severe migraines, you know, definitely more lack of sleep, uh, rashes on your skin. They saw that in the Havana cohort with the first attack of US embassy workers on foreign soil. So those are some of the level two ones. And then you go into the bigs, cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's, cardiovascular. And now this is a hot topic right now for everybody, but you as a new mom, it's, it's huge for all new moms, but there's a huge lack of fertility out there with mm -hmm. EMF being present. Yeah, that's, that's becoming more and more apparent is, you know, fertility is on the down, the downhill. I think I heard it was like, it w it's gone down 1% every year for the last 10 to 20 years or something and 1% every year. Okay. But if you add that up every year, like that's pretty significant. Right. And um, yeah, I think that people are not necessarily wanting to make these connections that, oh, these things that are making my life so convenient can actually be harmful in a way. And that can create a lot of cognitive dissonance because if this is convenient, then if I take that convenience away, then that makes my life inconvenient, you know? And so I'd rather just pretend like it doesn't exist or, you know, deal with it. And so what would you say for people who like, don't want to completely give up these conveniences and how can you still live with them? Or do you think that we should completely give them up and not use them at all, you know? Right. No, great question. I think that's why I really rolled out the products and I looked in nature to solve this because we can coexist with man-made EMF. We can live with it. We just have to convert that waveform so it's not polarizing for a body. And that's what our grounding bags do. So the other point, kind of a, a deeper answer to the question is I would respectfully ask everyone to understand biology and physics at a greater level and know that we're not made that way. Like literally understand, <clears throat> excuse me, how you're made and that we're one with the universe and that we don't do well with one directional waveforms on us at all times. And depending on your age or predisposition, RH negative blood types, more resilient. If you have heavy metals in your body or you've had a bunch of other health challenges, e EMF, you know, may or may not hit you as hard as it might hit another person, but at least over 20% of the population right now has EMF sensitivity. So this isn't something that's fake. This is like literally understanding physics and biology. And that when you do, when you take something directly on you, like I mentioned before, it's going to cause, there's going to be an effect on your body. Now, my wife, when she was in her late 40s, she had some early menopause going on and she had night sweats, never wasn't sleeping through the night and her menstrual cycle stopped for three months. I mean, that was all from EMF. The second we loaded our house with the grounding bags, everything normalized. And I, I, I say this because 
she was at that transitional aging point from going from you know, menstruation to menopause. And when you're in those transitional periods and you can see the, the aging slow down, it's so, so profound. When you're as young as you are and you don't always feel it, you kind of just kind of push through it and, and think that you're invincible. But I can guarantee you, you're going to have better cognitive, you're going to have better focus, you're going to have better sleep, you're going to be able to manifest better, you're going to be more connected above because you're not allowing a device to tell you how you feel <laughs> and how many steps you took and how many calories you burn, you just know it intuitively, you're going to be so much better off getting grounded by nature and having some awareness with this proximity protocols. Yes. Love it. I love it so much. And, you know, for our listeners who have read my book, or at least understand my framework to well-being, one of the, the keys that I teach about is uh, the key in nature and unlocking nature. You have to ground yourself, like literally grounding and touching the earth, right? One of my um, teachers, and maybe you can uh, explain this a little bit for them if you want, but she explains it like the earth is your charging station and our bodies are um, you know, the cell phone. And so we literally have to recharge our bodies by connecting to the earth. And so what I love that, um, you really do that I think can really help a lot of our listeners is, is close that gap of, okay, I know I need to get outside. I know I need to con like actually connect with nature on a daily basis, which is what I teach. It's super, super important, at least five minutes a day, preferably 20 minutes, but sometimes either you don't have access to, to nature. Maybe you don't live in the woods. Like I do, you live in a city, you, there's only one tree around the corner. How can you stay grounded, you know, and in that frequency and help to protect yourself from this excessive exposure to EMFs, especially when you're working on computers and technology literally all day long, um, you can connect and work with these products, which is fascinating to me. So if you could explain how they work and how they actually can connect with the frequency of the earth, that would be awesome. Yes, definitely. Well, they are the earth. <laughs> so you're literally, we mine a resonance and bring it to your bedroom. We're not manufacturing something to, to beat out another man-made device. Mm -hmm. And that's the cool thing. And to get a better understanding of how our body battery works. There's a book called uh, Electric Body, Electric Health here, I'll show you. It's by Elaine McCusick. And I really love this book because it has some incredible graphics and explains this body battery that we have. And what it means is we get a negative ionic charge from the earth and we pull the electrons from that to recharge our body battery. We get a positive unpolarized charge from the sun when the waveforms that distribute equally in every direction and we breathe in the microbiome and the minerals from different you know, ecosystems and that's how our body battery recharges so that's why he feels so good being outside and getting in nature and it's just a, a refreshing break and the earth has that resonance so what we do is we're taking that negative ionic charge because all the man-made stuff's all positive charge it's all polarizing so when you can bring these handline crystals in our grounding bags, you know, into your home, they kick off a resonance. It's known as the Schumann resonance, that's 7.83 Hertz, which is really low and slow, like our sleep in theta and delta. And then when you're performing, 
whether you're an athlete or in the office and you're in a flow state, your alpha brainwave state is eight to 12 Hertz. When you're being inundated with 2.45 billion waves per second, and you're supposed to be at eight to 12 and focused, that's a huge difference. That's 10 zeros. So if we had 10 zeros to anyone's bank account, that's significant. It's the same as those one directional waveforms you know, on our body when we're wanting to be in a flow state. So the game we're playing is to bring enough of the resonance of the earth into your home to create a coherence and a harmony between us and the non-native EMF. And that's what the grounding bags do. Love that. Um, that's a really, really powerful explanation. So can you explain how we can actually use them? I know you said like you can put it on your mattress when you're sleeping. How can you use it at night when you're sleeping? Which I also, that reminds me, I wanted to touch on what you talked about really quickly beforehand, which are some things that you can do um, to reduce your exposure while you're sleeping, right? One thing is to turn off your Wi-Fi at the very minimum or have a, um, uh, uh, something to turn it off on its own. What am I trying to say here? What's on John Lincoln? Yes, a timer. I have one of those like extension timers that turns it off at night, right? Something that's a not a, a huge uh, task, but will make a really big difference for you. At the very, very, very least, turning your phone on airplane mode. Okay, so if you're gonna keep right, if you're gonna keep your phone in yeah. your room, just turn it on airplane because your phone is right next to your head when you're sleeping. Um, so I think if, if you can at least, you know, do those little things to make a big difference, um, at night when you're sleeping, that is going to help using these other products. I want to hear how you can use them. Like I just said, when you're sleeping and then also throughout your day, if there's a way that you can use them while you're working to help you, you know, get, get yourself a little boost, a little bit of protection as well. That'd be, that'd be cool to hear. Yeah, definitely. Well, you're spot on. Turn the, every wireless device off at night and airplane mode and then off is even better all the electrical off into your bedrooms is even great you can get an electrician to you know put a switch that has it on a timer as well just like your your wi-fi would be hard wiring is even better you know so if you can convert to fiber optic versus having wi-fi all throughout your house all the time do that convert your smart meter to analog I'm in California, so we're in Newport Beach area, and I'm allowed because of privacy challenges. And I think everywhere will start to be, I heard there was a court case that just got passed through. So everyone, every state, I believe, uh, will be able to opt out of a smart meter and they'll have to start changing them back to analog, which is- Really? Not every state I heard it was here for sure, which okay. is awesome, because I've already done that. but. It's a huge privacy thing because they know the second you turn on something, they know where you are, when you're home, what you're doing, what your usage is, and that's not okay. But they don't, they, we couldn't go at it from a health standpoint, <laughs> go figure, but, but yeah. we could from a privacy. So, hey, we, that was a win. Uh, but yeah, so understand all those, turn those devices off, it's just huge and on airplane mode and uh, create an environment in your room that's a sanctuary. So the bright screens are not great at night where blue light blockers. I mean, most people just turn on the TV and they numb themselves. Like go outside and go for a walk before you go to bed. That's where you're gonna start to really come into the senses and your body will get in a circadian rhythm because there's no blue light in the sky. 
And so your body will know it's night and it's time to go to sleep. But if you're looking at a screen with all these bright screens and blue lights coming at you, blue white lights, your body's going to stay awake for several hours longer. So if you're going to bed at midnight, you're not going to get a deeper sleep for you know, till three, four in the morning. And that's really too late. So uh, how you use the grounding bag. So let's say you actually put one on or under your bed. And I like it at the head of the bed, the closer to your head, the better, you'll sleep better. Mm -hmm. uh, so above your head, between the head and the headboard, between you and your spouse would be great. Uh, if you don't want it on your bed, put it under and at the head of the bed and then lean it against the leg of the bed. Just make sure it's touching the bed in some way, shape or form. Also touching a desk uh, on or under it, touching a car seat under under it, and then five together on the floor in a home will clear 2000 square feet of all the other resonances in your house. So yeah. it's a self home protection as well. And if someone has solar on their home, solar is tricky. It's been touted as so great. And there are a lot of great things about it, but it causes lots of dirty electricity. Every single home that I've metered with solar for the last decade has had really unsafe high levels of dirty electricity. Really? So, Is that because it's just, it, it's right where all of the waves are at and you just can't escape it and it no, takes on? It, it, it's because it's actually re keeping the level of energy you're requesting, kind of like I'd explained earlier. And that causes lots of static in the line. So it's storing it on your, on your which we talked about a battery, same as an electric car, but then it's feeding what you're using. So the combination causes really high dirty electricity. And you can show that, we can show you that by getting the Stetzer electric meter, go to stetzerelectric.com, plug it in the wall. It's like 130 to 50 bucks, whatever. And it'll tell you it should be 50 or below every home that I've read is is about 900 to 1600 GS units the amps to volts which is dangerously high so so what do you want not, it to be at what's that what do you want it to be at if it's that high what ideally well 50 or below is what he recommends the safer how like I, 300 or below is what is normal what from okay. what I've seen anything way over three, anything over 400, I, I'm going, yeah, that's way too high. You got to look at the wiring. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. We're building a home here in the next few years and we're talking about solar and now we're going to have to reconsider. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, I'm, uh, I, I've heard there's ways to do it right. The best way to do it would be panels off the house, battery way off the house, Mm. Uh, Stetzer Electric does have uh, basically filters. You can drop it down a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's probably better to have electricity and, and then have it really wired really safely because you'll mm. have low level, you'll have way lower levels uh, than solar uh, from what I've seen. And then you got to use the grounding bags to create a coherence between whatever's left over in our bodies. Wow. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. So with, with the grounding bag, you can keep it on, you want to have it touch your mattress near your head when you're sleeping. And what did you say when you're like working during the day, could you have it on your desk 
Yeah, on your desk, underneath your desk, lean against the leg of your desk, and then, or just put it on your chair, put it against the back of your chair, underneath your chair. You're gonna feel so much better. Your cognitive abilities are gonna increase and you'll make better decisions and you won't mm -hmm. be as fatigued at the end of the day. There's so many benefits. So I say create, clear the sources directly, which would be a bed, because if your bed's touching the wall, it's charged to the level of the outlet, a desk, obviously all EMF, and then a car seat, there's a lot of electricity in cars. So those are, you want one in each of those areas and then five together will clear 2000 square feet and then seven together if they're solar and then seven in a car if it's an electric car. Wow, very cool. So when did you release these, these products? How long have you had them? We've been going over three years now and they're the, one of the industry leaders in natural EMF protection sold mm -hmm. through doctor clinics all around the country. Wow. And they're finding that, you know, they're using it for like, they're seeing what you're saying, the like level three exposure and whatnot, level two there, are they finding that it's really helping a lot of people? They're seeing so much relief and you can yeah. just go on our website on emfrocks.com and then look at all the testimonials, but the doctors are seeing significant results. We use some a lot through MD and then Cairo clinics and a lot of the chiropractors are applied kinesiologists. So they do muscle testing so they can test for sensitivities uh, and it's an instant correction with, with their clients. And then clients are like, oh my goodness, I'm finally sleeping three to 50% better. So if someone's dealing with mold or microtoxins or parasites or Lyme, which are parasites, you can end up clearing them a lot faster when they're not charged because Dr. Klinghart's work talks about them all being charged from EMF. Dr. Todd Watts talks about candida and fungus being charged from EMF. So we're getting a lot of information from these docs on how challenging the EMF is and, and how it just ramps up these health challenges. So when you can create a coherence you and you can recharge your body, people can start to heal again. And, and mm. then you won't get in that predicament in the first place if you weren't already there. Mm. Is that why, in your opinion, we're seeing more cases of like Lyme, Lyme disease happening? Yeah, I mean, Lyme was a big uh, bio deal. They messed with all the ticks and it's in uh, basically bed bugs as well. And they're, it, it's why Lyme's a tricky deal, but I think uh, there's a lot of co-infections, co-factors that go with, with Lyme, Babesia and Bartonella and, and the list goes on and on. But when you can get that EMF so they're not charging these parasites in your system, you're going to see your body will be able to flush them a lot quicker for sure. Mm, interesting. So is that why, like when you, when someone just goes away and goes off to a cabin, you know, without any electricity for a weekend or goes and, and stays on a, on a beach, a beach house that doesn't have any electricity, you're just on the beach and you're finally away from all of the EMS for like a week. And you're just like, wow, I, I feel like, you know, I've just healed 50% in these last week, uh, that that's what we're seeing. That's what it is. We got to get grounded back to nature and grounded by nature and get away from this tech stuff. It's really been sold to us as like the best thing and to stay connected. But at the end of the day, 
what you've experienced, like there's no electricity out in remote areas. There's no electricity in third, third world, you know, poverty ridden areas. They don't need 5G, you know, the, the, the rainforests don't need 5G, the forests, the ocean, they don't need that. They're, they don't need to be connected all the time. It's really telecom selling this so we can, they can just make more money and track and trace and control and, and surveillance market and sell this information uh, more and more and more. That's really the game they're playing, but no one's talking about the, F, the FCC doesn't care about your health. So no one's talking about the health ramifications of this. And I mean, we have satellites beaming phased array, one directional laser beams closer to the earth than we've ever seen. Uh, the, the book, The Invisible Rainbow, here, here's one for you. The book, <laughs> have you read this Tell one, Melissa? I haven't heard of it. The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. Interesting. This will be everyone's favorite read that's interested in health and having awareness of electricity. In 1889, we rolled out electricity into our homes. And right before that was telegraph. The flu, as we know, and to be called the flu was named the flu because it would fly in and then people would get sick. And then years later, you know, it would fly back, but you wouldn't see it for years. So not until we introduced electricity into our homes was the flu here to stay. Hmm. So influenza is electrical challenge. Uh, and in 1918, the Spanish flu, the spike of deaths increased when we rolled out radio waves on a broad spectrum. The Hong Kong flu is directly correlated in this book, which the bibliography is about that thick, about 150 pages, super well referenced. Uh, but the satellites came in and that was uh, satellites in our Van Allen belt. That's what basically caused the Hong Kong flu. And then World War II was, was radar. They rolled out radar for the first time. So this is an electrification uh, in our atmosphere. And remember our atmosphere is basically an electromagnetic blanket. And this air, is actually plasma and ether where waves and particles travel through. So that's how we're able to communicate. And before 1918 or, or the 18, late 1800s, the, any flu that came through was from solar flares. So they would happen, then they wouldn't happen for years and then it happened again. And people would adjust to those, to those cosmic shifts in our electromagnetic blanket of an atmosphere. So that's what's going on. And now the last couple of years, They've been ratcheting up this 5G, which is 60 to 90 billion waves per second. They, 60 gigahertz, which quantifies, relates to, I like to make it more palatable, 60 to 90 billion waves per second. So that's what we're dealing with now. When you turn that up, our bodies are like, what the heck? I need to adapt to this. So we produce a virus. For everybody who doesn't know, a virus is a dead protein. It is our adaptive system, just like fungus and bacteria. It doesn't eat, it doesn't reproduce, it doesn't derive energy in any way, shape or form. It is self-limiting by nature not to kill the host. 
it is a system upgrade to detox and to allow us to continue living with this new environment. So that's what's been going on. That's what's making everyone sick is mm -hmm. we've been electrifying us at levels that we haven't seen for a really, really long time. So at the end of the day, everyone, you're going to adapt when you need to at the level you're capable. So start taking care of yourself, eat clean food, get away from the glyphosate, you know, eat more organic and get grounded by nature and smile and live and love and touch and pray and get outside and sweat, get your methylation systems open. These are the things that are the pillars for health, not staying away from everyone, covering you up and hiding. Like that's not going to get you there. You really want to understand physics and biology and how it works with health and performance. And you want to be a top performer. You guys are hammering away on the computer, go do it, but hardwire it and get grounded and protect yourself while you're doing it. Understand basic biology and physics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, all those things that you just mentioned at the end are basically all my keys to well-being. So I'm glad you said those. It's really just like a lifestyle, right? And, and learning to adapt with these very rapidly changed world that like, we don't really have control over. It's like, okay, this is happening. I, I can't necessarily control it, but I can control my response to it. And there are some things that I can do myself, such as, you know, hearing this information today, I, I said this on a previous episode, but once you hear something uh, that you haven't heard, you can't unhear it. You know, like now yeah. that you've heard it, you've learned it. Now it's your responsibility to do something about it yourself. You know, like now it's in your hands beforehand. You didn't know, you know, you don't, you can't do something that you don't know about, but once you do know, then it's now your responsibility to change and do something about it. And no one can do it for you. You have to do it yourself, right? It's like, have that responsibility to make those lifestyle changes that you need to. And, and I say this all the time, even just like very little things that you do throughout your day, that's going to add and build up into making those changes that you want. So if you're leaving today and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. I don't even know where to start. Just start with the one thing of turning your phone on an airplane at night. Start with the one thing of like, okay, I'm just going to order this grounding bag and I'm going to put it on my, on my headboard. Just start there and you'll start to notice that you feel better. And as you feel better, then you can take on the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. And that's how you really start to change your life and make these, you know, this big lifestyle change with these daily little habits that you're working towards. So there is a way through and there is like hope, right? And there's an opportunity for you to make these changes. It's just, you have to decide to start, um, somewhere once you understand that yes these things are happening and also you can do something about it for yourself definitely and to start to establish this proximity protocols and keep your laptop off your lap put it on a desk i mean your women's eggs and absorb 10 times the amount of radiation than any other part of their body and you don't replenish them you have them for your whole life guys mm -hmm. sperm counts plummet that's why we're seeing this lack of fertility going mm -hmm. is that combination between the two so really learn and understand how to balance yourself get that phone away from your head they have absorption ratings they call it SARS ratings on these phones they never recommend having a phone next to your head wear corded earbuds or speak on speaker. Like understand these super simple things that proximity to this stuff exponentially decreases. 
with these millimeter waves. So the further away you are, every inch further away you are is massive for your body. Amazing. I'm hearing it's just like, get closer to nature as much as you can with your food, with the, in your proximity of where you're living, your actual environment, right? The time where you spend, um, all of that's going to have a huge difference and remember helps you to to remember that you, we are one with nature. Like we're a part of, that's where we came from. That's what we're in alignment with. And the closer we live in alignment with that, the better that you're actually going to thrive. Yeah, definitely. This is a huge topic. And the narrative being told is to get more connected. And so they can just sell and track and trace and create a meta universe where people don't feel and think for themselves. It's really huge. And everyone's just buried in their phones. There's no social skills. It's super depressing. So what you want to do is start to get away from that narrative and, and use technology. It's beautiful. Like we're able to have this incredible conversation that we probably would never have had without it. But guess what? My computer's hardwired. I have a grounding bag on my desk and I'm nowhere near wireless signals. Oh, and my phone right now, well, <laughs> it's on airplane mode. But when it's not, it's in a Faraday bag. And so mm. that's the other thing. It's like I, I'm creating these balances in my life where I can be super, super productive, but yet establish these buffers and these systems in place. And then at night, so I live in Laguna Beach in California, and I jump in the ocean every day. So when I go home, no matter the temperature, the time, whatever, I'm in the water. And I go to do that and I get grounded and I surf a lot. So at least once a day, if it's in the morning or at night, I'm in the water and that's part of my big grounding ritual. And that's how we're going to be able to stay healthy. And if you can't get outside because you're older and it's too cold and you live in really you know, a colder climate and you're not able to just even touch a tree or take your shoes off and go barefoot, these are the products that will allow you to get grounded by nature in your home. That. Yeah. There's like, there's still an option for you. It's not um, impossible, right? You just stay no. grounded. Right. Uh, what was the bag that you had for your cell phone? Do you sell that? Yes. Yeah. We sell Faraday bags. You put your phone and it protects you from your phone. It protects your phone from data harvesting. So it'll save the life of your battery. Uh, frequencies do go in and out of this so your phone may or may not ring mm. and when I first made them three years ago nothing rang in them they're seven millimeters strong but the cell companies have been ratcheting up the strength of the cell phones and now the older phones may or may not ring in them uh, but the newer ones do and then I double up I have an eight by eight which is a little bigger than that that's eight by four and a half inches but the, you can put the smaller and the bigger, the newer phones uh, won't ring, but your location still will show up on the map after 10 minutes. The older phones won't ring and your location won't show up on the map. Okay. Um, would you recommend putting your phone in that at night and during and having it on airplane? Yes, definitely. I, I mean, I think it's great for during the day. So Right now would be a good time for it to be in here because uh, I'm not on it. I'm spending the time with you. So I put it in it, seal it up. It's good to go. Now my phone's in the Faraday bag. For someone that 
has to sleep with their phone on, it lowers it down to safe levels. So if I were to muscle test you with, with just the phone in your hand, you'll go weak. And then your phone's ringing, you go weak. You put the phone ringing in this and you test strong. It drops it down to safe levels, even when your phone's ringing in there. So it's a huge, huge buffer of these polarizing charges for you. I love that. That's great. Okay. This was so fascinating and interesting and really, really, really important. I think that especially if someone is listening and they're still listening towards the very end, um, this is definitely an episode for you to take to heart everything that uh, we're talking about. So Justin, I like to end all of my interviews with the signature question of the show, which is the name of the show. How do you unlock your own well-being? By getting grounded by nature, because it's my nature. <laughs> and it's love it. too. <laughs> yes. So you love to get grounded by surfing and making sure you get in into the ocean. Um, because for our listeners, like water is considered grounding. So I always tell people too, like if you're even if you're out on a boat, make sure you're touching the water so that you can stay grounded, you know, while you're doing it. Um, awesome. Is there anything else that you would like to? share with our listeners. We're going to have all of the information in the show notes of all of the links for where they can grab all, all of the, the grounding products, but anything else you want them to know about? I think you covered everything. Thank you, Alyssa. I appreciate it so much. And I'm so excited to chat with you guys on this and the youthful awareness that you have is so refreshing. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with everyone and, and having that awareness and bringing that to the masses. So appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Justin. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Namaste.